true Falyolian welcome. Yes, a true Falyolian welcome indeed. It is I, Gomez, and I'm joined by my co-host, which great old, um... Me. Janky. That's <laughs> oh, <word>. hi. <laughs> but we're also joined by guest, so Sunny. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. Indeed, I hope. Thank you for being here. <laughs> this yeah, is more than for yeah. My pleasure, really. Yes. So, as you might know, like, Sunny is a really, like, a, like, really talented and entertaining content creator in the Legends of Runeterra community and YouTube, definitely, as well as, obviously, Twitch. So, um, yeah, I guess what our main thing to start off with is, like, how did you get into, like, or, like, what's your card game history? Let's, let's, let's start, let's, let's start from the, the bottom and get there, like, <laughs> to yeah. where we are today. <laughs> how, how, how did you, how did you find the genre, I guess? Um, well, I started, like, when I was pretty young with Yu-Gi-Oh! But, I mean, nice. as some people might know, uh, I'm Dutch. And my English back then wasn't that great, so I really did not play by any of the rules. I just saw a cool dragon that... I, I still don't know how Yu-Gi-Oh! works, but I believe you have to <laughs> pay, like, like, sacrifice costs or something. I saw, like, a blue-eyes white dragon on turn one, or when the game started, to be like, here, here you go. Um, so that's how I started, and that was just with friends, so it was pretty, uh, like, low stakes and stuff. But in 2014... When Hearthstone came out, um, that's that was my first like card game where I really went like all in. And then uh, later on, when Runeterra got announced, I got super excited for that because I've been playing League of Legends uh, like all that time. So having a card game with like my favorite characters and favorite universe was just like a godsend. So it, it, it's really it's Hearthstone that got me into it. Okay, yeah. so I, we so or everybody in this chat has played Hearthstone. Yeah, I think because because that's the thing is I started in Hearthstone in terms of like so obviously I I played a little bit of Magic uh, Magic the Gathering and that and then started playing Hearthstone when I saw it on things it it looks so pretty with the colors and whatnot and <laughs> then like literally I I got addicted to it I'm not gonna lie I got I got addicted to it but I my wallet wasn't happy about the situation and then <laughs> then Rune Terror came along and it was like yep this is nicer it like it actually. Now that I think about it, it's like feels a, like a lot better than Hearthstone as well. Like I haven't played Hearthstone since playing Runeterra, but um, yeah, like the fact that you can actually build a collection for relatively like cheap to no money is I, is a good thing. I know there is a function by which you can go into your Blizzard account and see how much money you have spent on Blizzard properties. Do either of you guys know how much I money? I don't do it. Do, do you, if you know how much money you wasted on Hearthstone? Uh, I'm no. avoiding that. I'm uninstalling Battle.net. As yeah, <laughs> I, I, I checked once uh, about halfway through my time playing Hearthstone, and uh, it scared me into turning free to play. Like I, I, I was free to play from like um, Cobalt and Catacombs onwards. Uh, and like I say, since 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 uh, the the release of Rune Tower, I don't think I have actually touched Hearthstone except for uh, Dungeon Run because Dungeon Run is. Yeah, no, I, I don't want to have a look at how much I've spent, but you know, yeah. I, I can tell it's going to be a lot. Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't... Oh, sorry. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, I, I don't exactly remember what Hearthstone expansion came out when Runeterra was about the same time of release. I think it was, like, the uh, the Outlands, like, with Mecha Jiraxes and stuff. I did play it. I didn't spend money on it. That was, like, the first time I didn't actually spend any money on Hearthstone because I would usually pre-order it. Yes, and after yes, that, right. like I would, I would log in as like an expansion got released and see what was new. But I haven't even done that for like the last two expansions. It's just been all Runeterra because it's just it's so much better. Oh yeah, Here, hearing Massive. you say I used to pre-order every expansion, I already have a very good idea of how much money you spent on the game. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah that, I did the same. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, so did, and so did I. We we've all. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not proud of it. Yeah, yeah, the the I I think uh the last set I spent money on on was Battle for Dal Battle for Dalaran was that what it was called uh something for Dalaran. Rise of Shadows yeah the, the the third part of the, the you know that entire year where they had an overarching storyline yeah, yeah, yeah. it was the last set of that one something for Dalaran I think yeah uh, I can't remember I can't remember what the hell it was called but I, I, I think it was the Scent of Dragons wasn't that the oh thing? yeah true yeah, yeah 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 sorry yeah you're right it's just that when you play um that two cost he says we must. Stand together, united for Dalaran! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I mean, to be fair, they had instantly had my money immediately when they brought Reno Jackson back. <laughs> like, <Right. so> like... <laughs> I, I remember, I was working like a supermarket job and I was like uh, sitting, like about to go home. And then I remember, oh, this is the day where they dropped the trailer. And I remember those Hearthstone songs. 
all of them are absolute bangers. I will play them on repeat. <laughs> so I saw like that little like thumbnail. I saw like Reno Jackson, the the little Murlog and Elise and whatnot. And I was like, oh man, when I when I go home, I know I'm gonna be jamming this like all night. And it, it turned out to be their best song with like the like the I, I don't remember which one it was with like the desert song. I, I just I, remember that it was fantastic. That, that one was sick, but I would challenge that the best one was definitely Rascan's Rumble. Rascan's oh, Rumble was yeah. a better. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're right. <laughs> you're right. That was great. Now, admittedly, we are a Legends of Terror podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I'm a terrible influence. I'm so sorry. Oh, my sorry. God. It's, it's, this is now what we've become. But, yeah, I just... I have to I have to ask though because just getting back to like previously when you were saying about getting into it and that like saying that you started with Yugi uh, like Yu Gi Oh, mm-hmm. I want to know like legit did you play it like the anime with your friends? Was it like <laughs> you? Oh yeah, you- for sure. We had like those things on our arms and stuff. Oh yeah. no, 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 those. <laughs> I was that, the coolest kid at school. Trust me. That, oh, I mean that you've you've activated my trap card. <laughs> that's <laughs> exactly. That's one up for me. I used to live in like the center, the absolute middle of nowhere. Like I had basically, I had my fa- like growing up. Uh, I only had friends at school. Like outside of school, it was too far to travel. So I used to collect <laughs> yeah. the Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and I just like owned them and looked at them like, "Damn, I wish I knew how to play card games." <laughs> Look at my <Yeah>. collection. <laughs> it was basically the same for us. None of us had any idea how to play. We just like compared collections, and sometimes did like those meme battles with absolutely no rules. Just like see who can throw on the like the coolest card on the board and play some trap cards, and that was it. And it was a good time. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's uh, all, all you need is pieces of paper and imagination when you're that age. So. Exactly. Yeah. That's very true. What I did love about, like, obviously, like, because, yeah, again, I know that we don't really want to talk about Hearthstone, but like, the reason why the online card game got me, like, so hooked, I think, is it was that element of RNG that you can't do in a physical card game. Like, this card creates a random card out of, like, the, like you know what I mean? Like, you can't replicate that, really, on... Yeah paper yeah, or counterfeit in... copies like uh zillions time bombs effects like that don't really exist in paper card games yeah yeah exactly. i agree and, and those... uh, that's one of the coolest mechanics like especially out of recent recent sets I, re- I like as unhealthy as it probably is fundamentally i really like the the, the zillion time bomb like idea uh maybe his level up condition is a little bit whack but um it's 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 still uh one of my like favorite cards to come out in the last set yeah same here definitely easily I mean, he's a crazy old time wizard. He's he's got my vote every <laughs> every step of the day. And yeah, no, literally, considering the fact that I recently put out like that that stupid, crazy deck that doesn't really do too much, but at the same point, it is just comedy. The recall zillion deck where it literally oh, yeah. just, just running him with the um, Ionian landmark of continuously recalling him and replaying him just so that time bombs. My, my whole deck becomes time bombs. My whole deck becomes time balls. My opponent plays Scar Grounds and I cry. Yep. Pretty <laughs> much. A labs experience. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Is the labs, <laughs> that is the labs experience with Zillion. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so we mentioned earlier that you that you you have the YouTube channel that uh did did we mention before we recorded or after we recorded that you just it was before we recorded. before we recorded that you uh you <laughs> uh you've just reached. 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. So congratulations for that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, And you make absolutely like mind blowing content. Like there, there you have like this month released, like I like three, four, five decks where I like, I, I, I looked at the video. I looked at the thumbnail. I saw your deck tech at the start. I was like, I would never have thought of doing that. Like, (laughs) Your, uh, for example, I've been, uh, I've been slamming your uh, Targon uh, Sejuani deck on ladder. And oh, yeah. it's actual, like, it's so much better than you would think just because Sejuani doesn't level in that deck. She's just there as yeah. the unit that she is. Like, um, on on the surface, it has, like, no no synergy. So what, what I want to ask is, like, how how do you build your decks? Like, what what is the thought process that goes into making the decks for your videos? Uh, I mean, it, it really depends on what kind of deck. Like, sometimes I just look at a card and I'm like, I want to kind of see how I can make this work. I, I remember in the past, like, one of those big meme cards were, like, Barkeep and nice. Legion Marauders. And I, I, as much as I like those cards, 
I felt like, okay, you can take this card and you can build your entire deck around it, but it'll be kind of like, it'll be kind of boring because it's all about that one card. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think those decks are boring to play at all. I just think there's, you can get like a lot more out of it. And I think uh, what, one of the decks that I'm the most proud of, and the, it's it's a pretty good example, is the uh, the possession deck that I made. Because mm-hmm. you can make a possession deck, and I, I've done that in the past, like literally a year ago. I was like, okay, I'm going to play possession, and I'm going to play every card that like steals cards from my opponent. But I, I think if you take a card and you combo it with one more piece that's really interesting, and then you try to make cards or get cards that support that, like with the possession deck, it's it was the Mask Mother that recently came out. Like if you steal your opponent's card and then you can kill it with Mask Mother to gain those stats and deny them their entire turn, or with Bone Skewer that recently got released, yeah, you place yeah, that yeah. stolen unit on top yeah, of your deck. Such a good combo. Yeah, and then like a small card like Glimpse Beyond, and then you just try to make like the deck consistent. And that that's actually why I like Targon so much because the Targon is really easy to make consistent. I made a tweet recently where it's like whenever I build a deck and Targon has it, I just slap three Zoe's, three Star Shapings, and three Fangs, and then the deck already functioned by itself. Yeah, exactly. right? that, that's all you need. That's job done. Yeah, exactly. That, that's how you make a good deck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's kind of the same with that Sejuani deck. But the idea there was um, I, I saw a card like Involius uh, Box. I, I think I'm pronouncing that right. And I was like, this is kind of like a value engine, like that dragon where if you kill something, you get more dragons. Yeah. I was like, so if you have a region like Freljord, you can really like protect that unit. And then you have cards like Starlet Seer that kind of buffs them. So you need good targets to be buffed. So I was like, okay, let's just make a deck with really good value engines and a way to end the game. So originally it had like a Felios for the, uh, the Overwhelm gun. But I was like, yeah. what if I just take Sejuani because he provides like a really strong swing turn and she has the Overwhelm. So protecting her actually matters. And then you have a way to close out games with Targon. And that's kind of like how I build my decks. I just take like one concept or one card, and then I try to find more fitting pieces to really either have another card that does the same thing that you can like enable easily, or I just find a lot of cards that make the deck consistent and protect whatever you're trying to do so you can stay in the game. Well, I was gonna say you're damn good at it. As, yeah. <laughs> as, yeah. as, as, as another like a content crowd, like literally like it's, I, I make I can build like loads of different decks and some of them do okay, but nowhere near to the level that you know, your your decks are like so well thought out in just like every piece of it. Like sometimes I see a combo or something and I will just go, okay, I'm gonna go all in on that combo. But if I don't get there, then I'm fucked. <laughs> but, yeah, that's it, it's yeah. it's really hard. Uh, I, I, like it doesn't always work out. It's pretty hit or miss for me sometimes too. But like you get better as you go. And yeah, the, the key I think is just to go beyond like that one card combo. And that's why I gave Legion Marauder and Barkeep as like an example, because yeah. it's really easy to take those cards and be like, okay, I'm going to go all in on those. But if you don't draw your Legion Marauders, I mean, it got better with that eight mana spell. Or yeah, if you don't draw your Barkeeps, like... your deck doesn't function. So you need more than that. Yeah, I'm, try- I'm trying to think. Um, recently, I saw a Barkeep deck where they had a secondary win condition that was also worth cloning, but I can't, I can't for the life of me remember what it was. It was in Shadow Isles. Oh, it was uh, Mist Wraith, uh, Mist Wraith, Shadow uh, Barkeep. So you could go in on like either one of your win conditions. It was, it was a really interesting concept, but it, mi- it missed Allegiance a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that, that would work. That's exactly like how I tried to build my decks. Like, okay, if, if you do, like you said, with the Barkeep, you can clone those, or you can clone a Mist Wraith. And then when you have two pieces, it's already like, well, it's literally double as consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I used to... I, I don't know what it is about Legends of Runes Era. I try my best to, like, to build my own brews for ladder but like i i used to play magic the gathering and i used to like never even bother looking at like tier lists or like uh what the meta looks like i got a general gist from playing the game itself but i didn't really care what other people were doing because like i knew i could fall back on my own deck building ability for legends of runeterra i don't know why it's just so alien to me especially after playing it for like (laughs) a year and a half now but like i can't just fall back on my own deck building in this game it feels so different to every other card game i've played and i've played most of them i i remember uh i don't know this is a few months ago but i remember being on your stream Mm-hmm. And I, I think you were playing like a swain deck, like an aggro swain deck. Didn't you hit master with that? Uh, yeah. So that was actually <laughs> not my deck, but uh, so uh, okay. it was close. It was close. Uh, so, uh someone uh, in chat told me that they wanted to see Ezreal swain with um true shot barrage, three of true, <laughs> true shot barrage, and I was yeah, like, was yeah, like, sure, yeah. I might as well do that. <laughs> and um it was during the, the 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 24 hours so we had plenty of time and we played that deck for like three hours and then like it, it didn't really lose like we we went on a complete win streak from diamond four to masters despite wow. like it the, the i would never have like 
without without chat telling me to do that, I would never have like put that deck together. But it turned out to just be quite good against the meta and true shot barrage. Actually, like fully carried the deck. It, it was very un unexpected. <laughs> It's one of those cards we just don't expect, isn't it? Like, like seven mana slow speed. Yeah, it, like it literally it carried the deck. There was never an occasion where I was casting True Shot Barrage and it didn't feel like the turning point in the game because there was like no Ionia going around at the time, and like most decks were board based. So it, 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 I never felt I was risking it into deny. Occasionally, I would go up against Lisa and it would just be like, yeah, that's fine. I'm still an Ezreal deck. Like, um, I, I still have more removal than you have counter spells. So. Like the uh, only I only a deck I came up against, um, I could just hold the true shot barrage and it would be a bit of a a duff turn. But like, I actually rate that card now. I, I put it into some some of my decks even now, but it's it's a little bit less good. I, I was gonna say, ah, uh, the time when you didn't have to worry about Ionia on the ladder. Yeah, literally, literally. <laughs> um, Until I rally a saved Ionia, a little match. too, a little too well. <laughs> yeah, uh, true, true shot barrage doesn't feel so good into um, functionally infinite units and um, and the watcher because the, the the watcher obviously doesn't get um, does that that does does uh, nothing against that entire deck archetype and. Um, also, like Irelia doesn't care about removal. You need landmark removal, or you're you're kind of guffed. Yeah, and if that wasn't enough, like the return of uh, Ionia, there's also Ride of Negligence now. Yeah, so true. Yeah, right, right, yeah, right, yeah. Ride of Negation. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that one. Right of ne I prefer Ride of Negligence. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, yeah, like it does. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, the the latter is very different nowadays. Probably, probably for the worst. But um, that's. I'd say so. Yeah. yeah it's it's. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's it's nearly as bad as Twitter makes it out to be, but it's it's definitely a miserable time right now. Yeah, because to be fair, we've we've had things like this before when there's been like you know the like in in quotation marks most hated deck or most like you know um like obviously like a uh, twisted fate fears had a very long time of people hating it. Do you remember the just like a uh, back when um Trundle Trendemir uh, feel the rush. Yeah. Was, was, yeah. was was I mean, but it was a thing that people oh, hated yeah. so much because that that immediate ability of being able to like control the board, get Trendemir out, and then basically atrocity face, but then all like on the attack, and then he just levels up and still goes into you. It's some really devastating moves that people used to throw out with that. Yes, yeah, so, uh, Sunny, you you've been playing since um, Open Beta, right? Uh, season of Plunder. Yeah, like the the season before that. Was it Beta? I, I don't know. Like yeah, the, yeah. the the thing yeah, before Ghostwater came out. Yeah. Oh, oh, you are uh, closed beta, closed beta. Oh. Yeah, I guess uh, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. oh, sorry, no, that, no, that, that, yeah, you're right. That's open beta. Yeah, uh, huh. I'm just re remembering wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the season just before season of plunder. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The, the one that got you the blue poro or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was playing that, but pretty like low key. I didn't really play a play a whole lot. Yeah. So that would have been the meta with standalone, right? Yeah. The, the yeah. best meta to ever exist. My at like. My, I honestly, I, I I think I have Stockholm syndrome for standalone. I wanted to put, <laughs> I wanted to put it back to three mana. I lo I loved playing Snap with my opponents. They they would drop a solitary monk on turn three. It was a four three for some reason, and then they would play their three cost standalone, and I would have two turns left to flounder. It was great. I loved that. Will, deck. will I say I I miss I miss the comedy moments now of because more cards have been added to the game, which obviously is really good. Um, <laughs> more cards. I, I miss that there used to be so many moments where, like, because I play some really stupid decks, so either Remitter or Tri Beaming Probulator, mm. where the best move to do was to use them. And the only, like, if it was if it was Remitter, there'd be a one cost on the board. And if it was Tri Beam, it'd be on three cost. They'd be like, I have to use this. It's the best maneuver for me to do right now. And then you immediately do it. Solitary Monk gets summoned. Everything else comes back. Like, ah, shit. <laughs> I, 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 well, actually, from a design standpoint, I always thought it was weird that Solitary Monk wasn't a play effect. Because apart from like it being summoned off of random effects and it being a hilarious low roll, like just <laughs> so much lower than everything else in the game. Uh, apart from that, it's also, uh, it adds a different archetype that no one would ever play, mind you, but it, it adds a different archetype where you could counter your own ability. Uh, and there's a couple of abilities in the game where they're negatives, like they're negative play effects. Uh, and there's like the, the intended Tom Kench archetype, like when he came out with the play effects that they deal damage to themselves. Uh, I think it would be, it, it would probably make more sense from a design perspective if um, Solitary Monk was a play, not a summon effect. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I yeah, it feels like the one true 
card that can enable like those uh, dare I say it Hearthstone moment where it's just like oh wait what just happened my entire board's gone and <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm still waiting for just the ability to be able to somehow be able to get it so I can force it to be like resummoned or summoned on my opponent's side of the field <laughs> just just so that I can do that as a counter maneuver ah all the stuff is now I back in the am... I I relish the day they add treachery to this game, like treachery from Hearthstone. I I really oh, yeah. I really want to be able to give stuff to my opponent. <laughs> yeah, it's that deck archetype is one of the coolest things in any card game. Uh, Harmless Offering, when that was a modern deck in in uh, MCG, I don't know if either of you played. No, no, I don't remember that one. There, anyway. there, there, there was there was briefly a time where uh, one of the not necessarily best, but popular decks in modern played around giving your entire deck to your opponent. Just pretty much every permanent you ever put in play, you didn't want to have it. And uh, th that was all they did, was they played stuff and then, here, this is for you, this is for you, and this is also for you. You never had permanents <laughs> in play because you were giving them all to them. And I, lo I loved that deck. That was like my favorite time to play modern. <laughs> I kind of do miss that. I, I think uh, the fact that there's only six sports bases does kind of limit Runeterra in a way. That they might not do something like that, where you just keep giving like negative effects to your opponent. But I, I would actually love to see an archetype like that. Yeah, yeah at least it, it would be just really funny. <laughs> yeah, so that's the main thing. It's been a long yeah. time since I played, but uh, remind. So in Hearthstone, zero attack units can't can't attack, right? Right. Wait, uh, I I don't remember. I, I think you're right. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, even yeah. move them. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. So they they actually like clog up your board, and like if you have a full board of zero attacks, you you soft lock yourself out of the game. Yeah, I at least at least in Rune Terror you can override your own units, and they can also attack in theory. Yeah, that, that's also true. Yeah, yeah so it so... wouldn't be as effective as it could be. So, uh, shall we talk about the most recent patch? Uh, went live today, right? Yesterday. Well, yesterday, yeah, yesterday, yesterday. 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 Uh, so this is this is the cosmetic patch uh, that we were expecting from the Region Rowan map. The um, the pool, pool party. party. Yes. Uh, I have. I, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little disappointed with some of these skins. Uh, what? What? So what? What are you guys? Uh, I'll, I'll let you guys go first. What? What thoughts do you have on on um the entire event or event in air quotes the 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 the, the, the entire skin line? Um, I, I think in a way it's a good a good thing because with the cosmic and the dark star skins that we got. They were new skins. I don't think any of them were originally in League of Legends. But mm. they did mention at the same time, we're going to bring back some old favorites. So my biggest worry was instantly, oh no, what if they take like the exact art that's already in League of Legends and just put it in Runeterra? Oh, yeah. but, they, but they took every skin that already exists and gave them a new splash art and like a new level one and a level two. So, I mean, in a way, I think it's okay. I think they, I still think they're just testing the water. So even if I hated them, I couldn't hate them that much because I think it's just... They're, they're testing stuff out. They're seeing how well it works. 100%. And then eventually they'll get to the to the good stuff. But yeah, I, I am a little disappointed in a way. But I, I don't I don't hate it. I'm, I'm so happy the skins are there. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I like I hundred percent agree with that sentiment whereby like even if I did hate them, like they're 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 just starting out, right? But um there are things that I find disappointing. And go as I'm sure you can agree. I, I mean, I, I was gonna say like for me, number one, I would say I love the I love actually the art style and like what like some of the details the actually if you look at the artwork like obviously like in Tarek's artwork like Tarek looks amazing anyway but Tarek's artwork like <laughs> his, his first level up the slide in the background like the water slide is like the, it's got like the the horny figure jiggy of like Tarek the, the like about Tarek the horny figure like, jiggy the horny figure jiggy about Tarek like and. The detail of the characters, like the actual Legends of Runeterra characters, especially in um, Draven's artwork, like again, everyone from the arena, like yeah, that all, th there all... are a lot of really the art. I cannot fault the art yeah. is excellent, especially Draven's. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, Draven's but, is good. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, the issue I have is that the same issue I had with Darkstar Zed is that Heimerdinger and Draven and Zed, uh, their associated cards are just. The default ones yeah uh, which i i'm a yeah i, I like as a heimer player like obviously like you know, people know that gomez loves heimer he's one of but he's basically like my, my main favorite character in Runeterra. the fact that his turrets didn't get hit even a little bit just to look like slightly different it was yeah. a bit of a it was a bit of a hit considering the fact how much you pay for these they you are, are basically just paying for pictures 
like not even like all, what I'd say is what I would, what I would like to see in the future is just changes to voice lines as well. Like so that you get it. Not only is it a change of, of pictures because obviously not everyone gets new animations. Um, so just just changing to some of the voice lines and making it seem more in theme with the art. I would be happy with. I, I understand that they probably wouldn't want to hire voice actors every single time they bring, like, a new skin out, but if they're already hiring artists to make the skin art itself, I don't think it's too much of a push, especially for, like, the, the Dark Star Z skin and the Talia skin are both of, of, like, a grade better than the other skins, right? They, they both come with new level up animations. So it did feel a bit crappy that Zed doesn't make... Uh, a special shadow and Talia's uh, animation with her rocks. I haven't actually checked. I'm just assuming for this bit. Uh, doesn't Zed have like different art in his shadows? I think he does. Does he? Does he? Wait, hold on one yeah, second. I'm pretty sure he does. Now we're going quickly. Fact check. Why do that? Okay. I'll play the music. Oh, okay, what? okay. Mario, no. Just assume that that is true. Uh, shit. Uh, but the uh, okay. Does does Talia? Because I haven't actually checked this. No. Um, does does Talia's rocks when she attacks? No. They're just rocks, right? They're just rocks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just rocks, that, yeah. that would that would also be a nice touch. Um, yeah. She throws water at you instead of rocks. Yeah, yeah. She throws bubbles at you or something. Like, uh, yeah. But you, you you understand what I mean? I feel like for the price that they are asking for these, it would be nice if they were a little bit more than just the front face and the back face art. You know? Yeah, I agree. Um, I checked the store, and I actually did see that the Talia, Zed, and Yasu skins are epic tier. So to come back on that voiceover uh, argument, I think they might do something like that if they ever do legendary skins. But the problem is they'll probably be even more expensive. So probably, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, hundred percent. Uh, yeah, I, I think they'll definitely do legendaries at some point. I'm interesting to see because uh, you that, that you br- you bring that up. Um, there are legendaries in in League, so presumably we can expect legendaries at some point in. In LOR, I'd be interested to see what a legendary guardian or a legendary board look like. Yeah, yeah. I, I still I mean, want to see because obviously, like uh, we saw a is it a me- what the hell is the the one which is with the board? Is it a mega guardian? What was the yeah mega guardian? Mega, yeah, something uh, like that. Yeah, if if it's a legendary guardian, I want them to do that kind of thing. Only it's the added thing that I said that he actually hands you your cards. So yeah. his, his, hand is, his hand is right above the deck. Just hand me my cards, man. You're, you're <laughs> what, what are you doing? Just standing there looking at me? Be exactly. You can shoot lasers I mean... and whatnot, but just give me my cards. If you're going that far, I kind of want him to like pick up my units that are attacking and just slam them into the opponent too. Uh, I mean, if we're going exactly. that direction. If, if, not, if I'm paying money for it, get in front of my nexus. Take damage for me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh yeah, that's like, take one for the team. <laughs> you, you get below ten health, and your guardian just dies. <laughs> no, but like just, uh, Ellie, no. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I will say as as uh, I feel like they did a good job. I, as you say, they're probably testing the waters right now, right? Because let's face it, people people vote with their wallet, so yeah. Like, depend on how much money it makes. If they like, uh, they might end up trying it at slightly cheaper or somewhat, and just see how many more. Like, uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be that perfect balance point of what's the, what do we put out at that we can get the most people to pay for, and like, you know, the, the profit is nice. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be the end, the end of it, isn't it? Let's face yeah. it. Yeah. What I want to know is yes. why is Heimerdinger so built? Why is he so built? He has enormous pecs. Because, may, may. I, I mean, are you an engineer? Do you know how long it takes to like, you know, like all the, the the energy of like, you know, screwing those those lug nuts and whatnot? I don't think you understand. He is he is like Go doing the, the stuff. The he energy does. of screwing in those lug nuts. <laughs> I don't think you understand, man. He does all the things. God he does it. all the things. Plus, like you know, he's had that, he's had that crab training him. Like that crab is like the equivalent of um like sensei whatever that is like um in, in karate <laughs> karate kid was it mr miyagi yeah, that crab is the equivalent of mr miyagi okay is there like this really ripped crab in like spongebob too maybe that's just like his little brother or something exactly uh, i mean like the, 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 the crossover between spongebob and legends of runeterra yeah the crossover we're all expecting and waiting for like, <laughs> this was their perfect chance and it didn't take it <laughs> No, uh, the the thing uh, that I have noticed the uh, the emotes like the raw quality of the emotes like the texturing and the shading is getting superb. 
Like, uh, I, I don't... I actually do like these emotes a lot as well, but they, they look crisper and, like... The, like, you, do, do you know what I mean? Like, when you look at the Talia one and the Tarek one, they yeah. look a much higher quality than they did back when it was Jinx and the Poro to, and etc. To, yeah. to be fair, if you look back at the uh, level up animations yeah, true. <laughs> of Teemo to now, oh, nowadays... <laughs> It's not even close. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I feel that was the other thing. That I, I swear I actually saw some people messaging saying, oh, how comes out of all of them, Tally's the one who gets a new level-up animation, <laughs> which she's actually quite a recent champion I compared mean, I... to some of the others. <laughs> the, the, yeah, I guess I mean, Draven's the oldest true. out of them. Um, actually, no, uh, Draven and Fiora would be the oldest ones, but I don't know what you would do to change Fiora's animation because it's all about, obviously, the, the four hits. Draven, uh, Fiora, and Hymer all came out at the same time. And Hymer is definitely the most egregious level up. <laughs> I don't mind his level up. With of course you don't. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Draven doesn't even level up, so I mean... That's true. Draven could have taken... Speaking of Draven, um, we're going on about these patch notes and whatnot. Um, did anyone actually realize that the, the issue of Draven incorrectly leveling up when he was released from Entombed? Because I never saw that happen once. I I would say most of the time I don't see like bug fixes happen. Like in on the on well, the I, whole, I do I uh, do most of the time. I I I, I noticed the Aurelian Soul one where like it it shows you the um Celestials that they could pick from one at a time, and I thought yeah, it was intended. That was, was really. Re I thought weird. that was intended. I was just like, riot, please, please. <laughs> I already want to surrender because it's Aurelian Soul. Don't make me tilt out as well. <laughs> I guess which is so. As I said, like uh, to sum to, to sum up, I feel like. They they've done a good job, and definitely the artwork has in like a like a it's on point and everything. It's just that I feel that everyone wants a little bit more. Mm. The boards, I don't, think it's though. mostly like the old things. I think are kind of like you're you're really starting to see the difference in like big time. And but it's kind of the same with League of Legends, where they're going back to like rework some older champions, give them visual upgrades. And I mean, if Runeterra exists for like another maybe a year, wouldn't be surprised to see them do something like that as well. Mm -hmm. Some touch ups. Uh, I, I would like to hope they exist for another I hope they exist oh, for a long time. I like this game so much, man. <laughs> oh, I, I, I hope they. I, I, I don't think this. I think this game has like established itself too, too hard to bomb completely at this point. But like, God, if it does, can you? I imagine? mean, to be fair, I mean, I, I say that, but people were saying like, you know, in patch two point nine. Well, the game's dead. Rest yeah, yeah. People, people, like, people have said how that. How many people overreacting? People have said that every single patch since patch one. So. <laughs> uh, I, I just you talking about going back and changing champions in League of Legends. I know this will mean absolutely nothing to Gomez, but I do want to know what champions do you main in League of Legends? You mentioned that you you played it for a while. Uh, yeah, I played it for for ten years. At yeah, a, yeah, pretty same. high level. That's, that's a while. Yeah, uh, season one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, that, that's why I quit. I couldn't take it anymore. But my my main champions. I mean, through the years, I've made Rumble, Rek'Sai, and right now I mostly play Pike and Fiddlesticks. Those Was are my it? favorites. Pre or post alt rework Rexi, both. Both. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I miss Rexi's old ultimate. That was a that was so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> going yeah. across the map. Uh, but no, I I can I can respect that. None of those made me recoil. So that's 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 how you know. P Pike and Fiddlesticks. <laughs> that's respect. That's 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 respectable. Uh, I I was <laughs> I I was a uh, hardcore Tarek main. I played oh, nothing wow. except Tarek. Uh, yeah. From the moment he got reworked till uh, when I quit, like last year, uh, I got the the greater portion of a million mastery on Tarek, and uh, then they nerfed him to the ground because of the mastery interaction, and now I don't play anymore. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, Tarek and Runeterra? If you like, m my mains are not in Runeterra, so I don't really know how that feels yeah, to uh, see them like their take on it. But how's that for you? Uh, I I am personally i don't care that he's not particularly powerful i love that they were very true to his character like it's not only are the new voice lines great uh mm -hmm. but he is represented perfectly in game like the way he basically uses bastion on the person he supports and like he, he uses his ultimate when he levels up it's it's great it's perfect yeah uh, i i really hope uh that when pike comes out next set he is a strong representation of pike in league there, yeah I, I feel like there is nothing more like vitriolically satisfying than Pike's Ultimate. Pike's Ultimate I in League is, oh, it feels so good. 
it's the best feeling to get that reset like one old feels great if you get that second man i can ride that high for an entire week oh yeah. oh yeah oh man <laughs> can somebody explain to gomez because <laughs> yeah, um, gomez doesn't know what his old does but uh so uh pike uh, like x marks the spot that draws in like a little x on the map and then right. anyone inside of that x that is low enough health it just dies and, and then uh, he gives gold to teammates like he shares gold because he is a support but if you if you do that, you can cast his ult again, like executing more people with X marks the spot. And the 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 the, the big thing is that the sound design is excellent. It yeah. it feels so powerful when you do it because of like the noise it makes yeah. and the pose he makes. It's just oh, it's beautiful. It's uh, it gives me shiver. Like the first time I remember seeing that trailer, I was at a friend's house and I saw that trailer for like Pike getting revealed. I, I don't know if you've seen it. Where he does like this little story, and then like at the end, like you look familiar. Yeah, that yeah, part, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even know what he did. I fell in love. Yeah. But then, <laughs> I, like my problem was, I always played him, so I didn't even know until like I played against the Pike that if you die to his ult, you you it's like your when your screen is gray, it's like you're underwater. Like yeah, he, he he drowns you. He takes you to the depths. Exactly. It's fantastic. It's yeah, you know, he is. Amazing. Uh, amazing yeah uh, it, i do look forward to seeing what they do with him like i'm not gonna like he, I'm, he's one of those champions i'm excited for because let's face it he might be the aurelia of bilgewater to bring bilgewater back uh, I, can't, that, I can't wait for that that would be the i i, I don't know about uh, about you but i think that would be the worst feeling like i <laughs> i i would hate for my one of my favorite champions so uh, one of my other favorite champions in league is like scion if they release scion and he breaks Noxus, and he is the most hated champion in Legends oh, of Runeterra. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if you're like an Irelia main in League of... Well, actually, Irelia's already hated. Uh, <laughs> let's say you're an Azir main in League of Legends. They released Azir, Azir Irelia happened, and everybody was, like, hounding your champion and, like, made you feel bad for liking Azir. I would hate that. Yeah, I, same, I, actually. I wouldn't want my released... I wouldn't want Pike to be broken. Like, broken, broken. True. True. No, I agree. I, yeah, no, I can, I can feel that. It's, uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm definitely a hipster. But I've never, I've never been like like when a champion I main is suddenly strong. I, I mean, I, I like champions for like everything: their story, their visuals, their 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 design, their playstyle. So when a champion becomes broken, if I still have all those things that like check my marks, I'm like, eh, you know, I'll just uh, pretend like I can't hear them screaming at me. <laughs> <laughs> so long as they never change Tarek's voice actor, I'll be okay. Yeah, <laughs> the Disney Prince. Yeah, the. <laughs> <laughs> sure you're all shiny and majestic but can you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay um so one like uh, assuming we're done talking about uh patch uh what is that patch 2.10 uh one last thing that i wanted to touch on we have been teased by riot's reddit post that we are receiving a lot of buffs as well as nerfs in the coming patch in patch 2.11 and it's really easy to talk about like what kind of nerfs we can expect like really really easy at this point but yeah. what kind of buffs do you guys want to see? I mean, I'm gonna guess, uh, knowing from Sunny's content that the, <laughs> the man, much like myself, does still love Bilgewater, and so would love to see some of the some of that buff love hitting that region. Considering the fact that, like, literally, like, I see so many of your videos where you say about the play percentage of Bilgewater. Oh, like, wow. like, I'm, bring, I'm bringing it back. Which, to I'm, be fair, I'm getting triggered just thinking about it. <laughs> What uh, what is it now? Four four percent build water. Still three on... percent. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, so build water is like even reverting some of the previous nerfs they'd made. I would I wouldn't mind seeing that now. Like obviously they were hated at the time. Got like especially I, I like I know that I might get hate for this, but I don't mind giving Riptide Rex his extra cannon back at this point. Oh yeah, that's you know? not at all. Like, yeah, yeah. Back in back in the day when he when it was like I can understand why why people were having a big go and whatnot at the time with what cards we had but now with right of negation being a thing in the game where literally you can just take all of his one like things out of the game i wouldn't mind rip direct just having all of his cannons back <laughs> yeah, yeah i agree i i think they could so in order to like really buff up the power level of a set you have to make it's one cost two drops and three costs like better right like four onwards doesn't matter as much as when it comes to like the core power of the of the region region yeah yeah yeah. except for targon because targon is like built different value <laughs> engine uh, <laughs> and the problem with like bilgewater is their one costs are already quite good or they're suited to a very specific archetype 
for example, like Jagged Butcher is great. Paul Shark is great. They could, I suppose, buff the uh, what is it, Prowling Cutthroat or the yeah. Shell Shocker, but like their cards are so suited to an archetype, and they do what they do quite well. So um, Black Market Merchant is locked into an archetype. Uh, Boxtopus is locked into an archetype. Uh, uh, eight punch Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> He's had his time in the sun, hasn't he? <laughs> they're, they're, they're more generic two costs, like Dreadway Deckhand, Fortune Croaker, Hired Gun. They're already good cards. I think the problem with... it's I, I can't imagine how they can buff Bilgewater because their cards are so locked into strategies. No, no, you, I know. No, no, no. Hear me out, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Targon has, has, has this, this two cost that gives a gem, right? Yeah. I want a... Dock goat. I don't know. The slaughter dock goat. And every time it strikes, you get a warning shot. Every time it strikes, you get powder Ooh. tag. <laughs> oh, that would work too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would be actually be kind of cool. Like, uh, either of the above, actually. Like, uh... I love the fact that it still has to be a goat. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's, on the, it's on the docks. It has to be a goat dock. You understand? Yeah, yeah exactly. Lots <laughs> of goat dock goats. Yeah. I, I, I can imagine. It's it, like that art makes sense in my head. Just like a goat pulling like a wagon filled with barrels. Like, <laughs> it, it it functions. It it checks out. Yeah. Uh, but I but like uh, in in the short term though, before they release Pike, I don't know how they can change the cards we already have to be better. Because if they push, so on the three drop slot, if they push lounging lizard, lizard petty officer, um, even slotbot, if they push any of those cards anymore, monkey idol, I think they will be broken. Yeah, they are already maybe. so close to playable. I don't think they can change them in any meaningful way. Didn't didn't Petty Officer used to have two health? It did. Oh, right. That was uh, yeah. that was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, it was. I agree. No, you say that Petty Officer having two health was a mistake, but now he doesn't instantly kill himself if he summons the the field <laughs> the uh, Freljord, the Freljord one cost. He does one damage because literally, I don't know how many times I've used Petty Officer and he's killed himself. Yeah, that is a problem with the fundamentals of the game and not Petty Officer. <laughs> no, I am in yeah. the waiting room for them to fix that interaction. Like, the, the, the fact that summoned units exist before... But it's like, it's not even consistent, right? Because Petty Officer summons the 1-2, but the 1-2 is there before Petty Officer enters, right? But, yeah, it's... But Matron summons Scythria, and Scythria is not there before the Matron, because the Matron also gets buffed. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's not consistent throughout the game. It's such a pain in the ass. Riot, please. <laughs> it's, oh man, that's one of the things that trigger me like the most out of Runeterra. I, I remember playing as uh, like a Nasus Thresh, and I was playing like my little rock hopper, and then this guy summons the Dune Keeper, and his ephemeral gets vulnerable when yeah, I'm playing yeah. like a Renekton deck, and then I summon another rock hopper, and he summons another Dune Keeper. I'm like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> I guess my, my my crocodile isn't getting fed today. Add add that to the list of reasons Dune Keeper is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Can we just nerf? Sorry, can we just like actually don't nerf Dune to Keeper? Just buff Decimate to one mana. Yeah, <laughs> keep, keep it consistent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, actually, technically, you could take that guy down to a one-one. Like, you could take Dune. Oh, yeah, totally. To a one, could one, should like. should <laughs> take that down to a one-one. Yeah, I agree. Um, but that's talking about nerfs. We're talking about buffs. Buffs, but yeah, uh, I don't know. A, a buff to Bilgewater that I think would be like reasonably like healthy. I think Razor Razor Scale Hunter. Uh, it has vulnerable synergy. Presumably, it'll synergize with Pike. It'll synergize with like Renekton. I don't know. It might bring yeah. a new archetype into existence, and that card is like pretty weak for a five drop. I'm trying to think. Like, five, what five? What what cards exist in Bilgewater? <laughs> What did you you want to see buff potentially? Yeah, because yeah, we the I mean, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Buff sunk cost, so we actually have <laughs> la so we have landmark removal in Bilgewater that's actually uh -huh. usable, or even yeah. removal in Bilgewater that's reasonable. <laughs> I, I I would actually like to um to see make it rain. Oh, probably go back to two mana. It's risky though. Yeah, but... back, back to two mana. I mean, with the amount of like you know blade dances and um. Yeah, Sand Soldiers. I don't think it would be bad back at 2 mana. I don't now. think it's fair that Bilgewater can't have a 2 mana Make It Rain. Like, look at Make It Rain at 3 mana compared to um, Lysandra's spell. What is that called? Um, the three Yeah, I Shard. I Shard. Yeah, that's... Like, Make It Rain could totally be a 2 cost at this point. Like, if I Shard isn't game-breaking, then 
make it rain won't be either. Like plus plus we can bring back the Ezreal combination in field drawer again properly. I, I honestly I never hated Make It Rain as a as a two cost. Like what deck was it even in that it was really problematic in? I think it was Swain, I think that's the only yeah. one. Oh Swain TF doesn't exist Swain. anymore. <laughs> yeah, true. So when Targon came out, Swain was gone. So literally, Jesus Christ. I mean when Targon came out, a lot of our favorite decks were in like nullified. Yeah. Mm. Now you know you know what we need to do that would just change the cost of like everything in Bilgewater? Let's just take uh, smooth soloist down <laughs> down to a five cost, and then oh. she reduces everyone's cost down anyway. So. Oh, that's Problem genius. solved. <laughs> Problem solved. <right? laughs> Hired his man. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be fair, like I I will say that I did like that they that the buff they made to Dreadway to the Dreadway went down in cost because. Like, I know yeah. it was a while ago, but that was at least like something nice because it means there's more I'm, things that can be played. I on. am overwhelmingly surprised that that made no difference at all. Yeah, me too. Like, I mean, I think it's really, really close, though. It's really yeah, it, it's so close. Like, whenever my opponent drops Dreadway, I feel as though I have lost the game. I, But obviously, I don't... That's fr From my perspective, I don't know how many times they have drawn... Like, how many games I have played where my opponent has had Dreadway in their deck and they haven't got to the position they can play it. Yeah. Uh, but... So at an A cost, it feels like it should be doing more than it does. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I mean, I made like an entire video about the design of Biltwater, but the thing is, um, what what I personally love about Biltwater is this whole like this this wacky kind of thing. Like it reminds me of Hearthstone. Like I, I love the theme of Hearthstone and the design. I don't really like playing the game anymore, but this whole wacky stuff. I feel like Biltwater like totally does that justice. And what I really like is that like if you use a spell, it's like okay, I'm gonna fire this off. And there's a chance that I hit your nexus by accident. It's like all this, like this spray and pray kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I, I think a Random card like shit, Maker go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I... like, I think a card like Yordle Grifter is so perfect. And the, the nerf it got was probably fair. But I think if Yordle Grifter is a is a playable card, I think Build is in a great spot because as much as every Allegiance card like enhance or enables a region and what they're good at. Like the the Mountain Scryer is, like it gives you a Celestial, it reduces the cost of Celestial, it hits it from like two points. Same with the Bannerman. The Masia is good as, at, at uh, flooding their board and then Bannerman buffs your board to keep it safe. And Biltwarden has this nap thing and it has this plunder thing. And if Yordle Grifter is good, that means a card like Black Market Merchant is good too because it has that nap synergy and it has that warning shot enable the plunder effect synergy. So, like, the, those two directions that that card hits, it's exactly what Billsworth wants to do. So, if you can make Yolo Grifter a good card by maybe buffing some of the cards that, like, surround it, I think you're looking at Billsworth in a pretty good spot. I'll tell you what I would love to see. Like, a card that has seen very little play in a very long time, but it's a card that I've always wanted to play, but it, it just never feels good. Strong Arm. The reason why it's a six mana slow speed that has to hit plunder in order to activate like the ability to uh, place somebody uh, a follower from your opponent's side into into your hand. Yeah. I would love if they made that card. It might be broken, but I'd love if they made that card like Monster Harpoon, which still useful at six mana, but in order for it to be cheaper, then you've got to hit plunder. So basically, so it can still do its effect for six mana, but it's cheaper if you do plunder rather than you have to plunder to activate this, because otherwise if you've got nothing which hits your opponent's core, that's just a dead card in your hand for six mana. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it feels good stealing the Citrus, though. I, I I strongly agree that Yordle Grifter, I think, is the centre of, of, of attention of this region, and the reason I don't think that Strong Arms should be buffed significantly is because <laughs> I, I think apart from being overwhelmingly tilting, uh, mm -hmm. if, if, it, if it was, like, an actual ladder viable card. I also think that we should keep this style of effect in Shadow Isles. Because one day they're going to want to print Viego as a card, and it's probably going to be Viego that really adds a backbone to the possession deck. Yeah. And I, 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 think, I think gaining control of things is Shadow Isles... I think it should be strongly in Shadow Isles' identity. And if it is in another region, it should be priced out of competitive viability i agree Definitely. you hit the nail on the head there i think i think uh the reason like i know sunk cost is a meme but whenever people talk about build Twitter and they like they say that car should be changed or buffed i i think the problem is that the car was probably really good in testing 
and then they decided, you know what, build water shouldn't have tools like this because they're supposed to be good at other stuff. Yeah. I think strong arm might fall in that same category. If build water becomes good at removing stuff really efficiently, which is, you know, they kind of already got that with monster harpoon. It's going to like, the reach is going to get become busted again and they're going to nerf like all the fun cars like they did before. And mm-hmm. that's not something I would love, like to see happen. Again. I, don't think, I don't think anyone would like to see that. Yeah. yeah so, what, what, uh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna, I was gonna say, I just sound really stupid, <laughs> like the okay. standard, standard, standard Gomez. I was gonna say the other card I'd really like to, to see them make a change to is the Shadow Flare. <laughs> I, I swear that I mentioned Shadow Flare. See, this is a card that everyone forgets about because it's not fifteen. Um, yeah, the ephemeral one, which is in Ionia, which Shadow Flare, <laughs> which is the grant all battling followers ephemeral for six mana. Oh, that the, one. The thing is. I don't think it would be bad for Shadow Flare to be cheaper because it does, it's not just a meme, it supports a certain archetype. It supports all in champion decks. Like, it, it, it's the kind of de- card that if it was competitively priced, you could put into a Fiora-style Fiora list or Karma, who's in like the same region as it. Karma Lux could play this deck because it's very light on followers. No, like, no. champion, even uh, Yasuo, uh, Lee Sin, champion centric decks where the followers are just kind of there to like shadow assassins in there to draw a card or whatever like like they, they don't river shaper they're just there to like serve a purpose and then die i think shadow flare if it was competitively priced would actually be very healthy for the meta and would make more voltron all-in champion strategies better and now that we've seen a nerf to fiora i don't think that's a bad thing yeah no i could see that i agree uh, and just going back to the point where we were talking about how some cards aren't meant to be good, when uh, when we first saw Sleepy Trouble Bubble, um, and whatever the second half of that spell is called, Paddlestar, uh, when we first saw Paddlestar, people were comparing it to um, Flock. Flock, and yeah. saying that because this card exists, Flock must be broken. But the thing is, not every region can be good at everything. And yeah. we need to have cards in the game that are just priced outside of competitive viability just to avoid all of the regions blending together and becoming the same thing. They yeah, do the same they, they do the same thing in MTG. Like um there there are green cards that make red cards look laughably weak and vice versa. Uh like I I think you are exactly right when you say that I think sunk cost at some point was much better. And uh, they they have to they had to nerf it in testing. I I would assume so anyway. Yeah, it probably came from like the standpoint where they wanted to give every region some landmark removal, mm-hmm. and then because Buildswater is not supposed to be good at efficient removal, they were probably like, yeah, how do we fix this? And then you know at some point they came up with sunk cost, and yeah, yeah. maybe it was six mana, <laughs> we, and that was still too good. We don't know. We we need to give Freljord landmark removal, but we don't want them to be good at it. So what if they have to ramp to eight first? <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah. Yeah. That, that being said, the, the new Freljord card um, that, that traps all of your opponent's stuff in ice, whatever that one's called. Um, yeah, Buried in Ice. Bar- yeah, Buried in Ice. Uh, the, 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 the Buried in Ice into it, the Stairs combo is like really cute and very close to good. Yeah, I agree. It's really, it's very scary. That's how close it is. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's only one thing that I wish that that did, that, which is so... It's 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 my problem with buried in ice and in tomb, is that technically, I am making a landmark because <laughs> I it is oh yeah or, totally. I, I I I am making a landmark. I wish that that synergized with Malphite Tally. That is the only thing that I wish. That obviously like you know that I don't know how broken that would be or or wouldn't be, but I just you know like we just hit those things. That'd be so nice well, if that actually fr- did a frozen, yeah. frozen tombs are zero cost, uh, so it wouldn't help Malphite. But um, un- unless the wait, does there does the frozen tombs like scale with the cost of the champion? Because on, on Mobilitics, they're zero cost. Uh, I think they are zero cost, so I don't think I wouldn't help Malphite, and I don't think it's too broken for Talia. It just seems like something that is a bit counterintuitive that you don't get level up progress on Talia for doing that. If you do it for the first time, you'd expect it to yeah. like progress Talia. So I can see it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so 
Yes, I know it doesn't because I know it doesn't because I tested it because I thought it'd be a really funny idea. It didn't work. <laughs> I, I, I I tried it in labs happily for the first time. Like it, 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 I was I was playing uh, Talia in Legends Lab and I happened to stumble across it. And I was like, come on, this is bullshit. <laughs> I summed it in a landmark. It's part of the thing. <laughs> My disappointment is immeasurable. It, it really was. My it run really is ruined. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the thing of it is, is that like, so obviously we're going to be like seeing reveal season hopefully soon for obviously like the new cards and new champions and that. So, um, the thing of it is, is that like, I I I honestly hope we're going to see a little bit more like things getting shooken up a little bit. That's 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 what I'm looking forward to because right now I feel everyone's feeling that point where it's been a little bit stale at this moment in time in terms of like the same things are still around the even like the other powerful decks before it didn't really get changed up too much so that's what i'm looking forward to is that little like a like a injection of just because that i feel that all three of us are much the same in terms of we just can't wait for new cards because i feel like our brains just immediately go what kind of crazy like combinations and things can i make happen with these new cards like <laughs> That's the immediate thing that goes in. So I feel like that, that's what I'm most excited for. It's just like a find the card, just being like, yeah, that is gonna that's gonna be what makes this card now work. I, yeah, exactly. The thing about this expansion is that P and Z and um, Buildwater are both uh, characterized by their like much wackier playstyle. Like like you said, Buildwater has a very like spray and pray. Anything could happen. I'm drawing your cards. Will these even help me? Uh, kind of playstyle. And P and Z is on another level of being like in a different stratosphere of of, of like gameplay style. So I, yeah. I, I I like that. I I, ha I have high hopes for this expansion to bring us cool card designs. Yeah, it's Buildwater and P and Z, so yeah, and you almost can't go wrong. Uh, well, I don't know. Riots. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Don't you can't go wrong, but yeah. Considering the fact <laughs> that the first card that we see, because obviously um, before we got Zillion, we got cards which had like you know his artwork in it, like you know, like I feel like what was it the the Chronomancer, um, Kah yeah. Kahiri, yeah, Chronomancer, Kahiri, the uh, the student. Well, we 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 had cards which like you know, kind of like were showing us that it was like predict and whatnot that was going on. The only card that we have which shows us any representation of Echo is Concurrent Timelines, which is an uh -oh. insane card, which is an insane card. So I just can't wait to see what that champion's going to do, you know, honestly. Like, that's, that's actually got me excited I, for I think... Echo, like, so much. Like, Yeah, so with this expansion, where we've got Aurelia, Zillion, and Melfide, like, Aurelia is by far the most popular character out of those three in, in League of Legends, like, just design-wise, like, everybody likes to see her and likes to play her, I think. Yeah. And, like, her whole theme. And for the next batch, I think it's Echo. Probably by far, but Pike might be close, and then nobody really cares about Rek'Sai, like, at all. So I think we might see the same <laughs> I will thing. Be, I will be interested to see what he does, though, and I will definitely probably make, like, several decks Re with, Rek'Sai, with that man in. Rek'Sai is, is a she, actually. Ah, she, then. She, 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 yeah. The, the, the I, big I, void lizard. <laughs> My queen. Yeah, my queen. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens. This is what happens when Gobis doesn't know like, yeah, what, her, what things are you, in. You, you can you can really feel her femininity through her incoherent yeah. screaming. Yeah, man, those those mumbles and whatever she does, like <laughs> that stuff. It's... Well, I can't wait though. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, just, just, just to see what she does. Yeah, I I, I, I actually really like Rexai. Like she she has an amazing playstyle. Like of of. I really love these three champions, actually. Like, all three of the champions that are coming are, are like, pretty excellent. I, I, I haven't played Echo since Tank Echo was, like, viable, but oh. I, I, I really like the, the, the three champion designs on the whole. Yeah, they're three of my most played, if not most played champions. So, and Aurelia, Zillion, and Melfight, I barely played them. I couldn't really care about this expansion that much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, Irelia is... Um, the poster child of League of Legends, they like her too much. Like they, yeah. they, they have they have consistently made her a little bit too oppressive. In yeah. both games now. Shame. I mean it's smart. I actually think the last expansion probably brought like the most amount of players that any expansion ever has. I, I mean I didn't see the numbers, but I, I saw some people point that out. Like the, the influx of new players has never been this big. So it's it, like in the long run it might be good. We're just kind of sitting yeah. here with this awful meta. I but maybe in the long run it'll be worth it. I might yes. be speaking bollocks, but from like I 
if I remember the numbers correctly, I saw someone tweet about this the other day. It we've gone from 30, 30 million to thirty six million active accounts over the course wow. of the last patch. Because like someone was bitching on Twitter about how like how have we gained this many players in a meta this oppressive, and it's like, well, no one knows what an oppressive meta is when they first start playing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Very true. And I I do actually believe in Bright's ability to balance patch and get things back on track because I do think like uh, they they do care about what the hell the player base thinks and whatnot the fact that this is as like uh, we mentioned it in previous podcasts before but the fact that they're like you know are so active on like the reddit and twitter and actually like trying to inform us like uh, you you rarely get that from yeah. developers in terms of like like i said like because uh, uh, i said all of us came from hearthstone like when when something dropped in hearthstone that was broken like uh death knight druid for so long, <laughs> like it was, oh, was was broken for so long, yeah. and we got nothing back from. We had nothing from the developers, and that was broken for quite a few months before they ended up changing anything. So I, I feel like the, the difference is that we know what it can be like in other games, and so that's why it's like, oh, this is fine. It's not going to take as long as the other. Like obviously, we still feel a bit bad about it, but we're like, it's fine. They 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 they've patched this faster than if we were playing Hearthstone, so it's all good. <laughs> Yeah, all things considered, it's still pretty good. But when you know they can do better, it's easy to get upset or yeah, ask yeah, for more. That's, yeah. Gomez, when did we first start this podcast? Like six, seven, twenty years, years ago. Twenty years ago. <laughs> uh, in in like episode one of this podcast, I complained about a deck that was like oppressive in Hearthstone. It is still the best deck in 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 Hearthstone's uh, wild. Anyway, they don't. They oh, don't. Well, there we shit. go. So we're we'll be going on for that much. It's still, yeah, it's it's still the there. <laughs> <laughs> wow that's I don't, I don't even know what to say it's like just lack of attention from the devs or something yeah I really... they, don't, they don't care about wild wild is like a, is a uh, graveyard to them so many things that we've heard about in terms of just like wild because this thing is literally like haven't touched half stone since but there's so many things that you just hear about like that they went for big like money grabs and and oh, things yeah. like a false like it's it's insane to think that I used that I was like addicted to that game almost like religiously like I'd get home and play it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now it's, I just think it's yeah. it's crazy how easy it is to look over how much the company doesn't care about you as a player. Mm. Like I don't think I could possibly play a Blizzard or EA or any of I, I'm kind of just like stuck with Riot properties now because I like I know I now know what is it is like to have a game developer care about your opinion of the game. Yeah, and there's only more games run away, yeah. so I, it's it's a good time to be a Riot fan, I think. Uh, do you so, think so? You're like that meme with the 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 pink squadgy thing, which gets out of the box and goes, "Let me just see what it's like." I said, "This punch back into it." Okay, I'll stay in the box. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the box. <laughs> I say, "Well, I'm okay here." <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so do you, do you think you'll play the uh, the fighting game when that comes out? Oh yeah, absolutely. At the end of this year. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. terrible at those type of games, but oh, yeah. it's, it's I, Riot and love their characters. Literally, so. like that's it. I uh, uh, a friend of mine is super into competitive Smash Brothers, and it's like this is finally this is this is the 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 the, the game we will finally be able to play together because we 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 have lots in common, but we don't play video games together. We finally <laughs> finally have something to play together. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's the magic of Riot, and we haven't been able to experience that for like ten years. I mean, obviously because I started with them in League. And now it's finally right games. Games. Like, there's, there's an S. Yep. At the uh, end. I'll, I'll have you know, uh, bots and whatever the hell it was called, the board game was uh, <laughs> oh, the right. S in Riot Games. Yeah, true, true. Actually, <laughs> never did you ever one. play that game? I did not. That no. was a good game. <laughs> I played it. <laughs> I Me believe that. Mex just... and, yeah, which I, yeah, Mex and whatever they are, Mex versus Minions or something. Mex versus yeah. Minions. Also, I played that. It was amazing. Before Valorant <laughs> and before Legends of Rune Terror, they also brought out um, Rune Stones. No, no, Telling Stones. Telling Stones. The the other board uh, game. Yeah, yeah. I remember that Fura thumbnail. So I already was kind of like put yeah. off. Yeah. Well, that video was like I I don't know. They kind of just let that game die immediately. I I looked at the <laughs> I looked at the the rules for that game, and it's like super super simplistic. It's the kind of thing that you would like. It's basically noughts and crosses. Like you, you it has very close to zero replay value by the looks of things but it's good to see that because 
it's such a good developer that like I just can't wait to see what they expand into and what they do because like aren't they also going to be doing like a World of Warcraft style like MMO? Oh yeah, baby! That's what I mean. So there's so many different ways that I'm going to be losing my life. Yeah, Um, that is is also a question that I would want to ask to to our esteemed guest in in the in the universe of uh, Legends of Runeterra. In 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 that world, what would you play? Like, let game mechanics aside. What would you want to play as in the uh, the RPG? Scurvy pirate from Biltwater. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Von Yip. Von Yip. <laughs> I would like to be a cat, please. <laughs> I, I, I would. I'm. I'm really boring. I'm really vanilla. I just want to. I want to rise through the ranks of uh, the Damasian army. That's I, cool. I, 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 <laughs> the, the the wallpaper on my phone is the art for Fortamasia. <laughs> De- devastating. <laughs> no, that's cool. I can respect that. A, a good old uh, barbarian, a warrior. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's the classic. Anyway, I think I think I think that we are wrapping up now. Yeah. But uh, honestly, thank you, Sonny, for being on our podcast, like our, our little humble podcast. <laughs> but uh, literally, it's been it's been an honor having you on, and you've been a great guest. So. Um, Thank you kindly. It, it was a pleasure. I, I really enjoyed it. I saw some of the podcasts and it's just a great atmosphere. And as soon as you asked me, I was I, I, I was super happy because, yeah. Uh, really appreciate it. And well, again, uh, congratulations for 10,000 followers. Congratulations for graduating. Yep. And, <laughs> thank you uh, so much. I, I look forward to, because now you're going to be doing content creation like near enough full time, right? Four or five videos a week not to put pressure on you or anything (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna be ramping it up because i still have to finish off some or finish up some stuff at like the internship and whatnot Mm -hmm. but after that it's probably gonna be just streams five days a week daily uploads and uh yeah it's gonna be a good summer well it's gonna be like nice to look forward to for everyone so obviously we will put down sunny's links to both which like his twitch and youtube down below on um on the YouTube when this is on, because we do this as a video on YouTube, as well as Spotify and SoundCloud is where you can find us. There will also be links to mine and janky stuff. So if you're listening and like, you think, ah, they sound interesting. I want to see more things that they do. Then please feel free to, as well as if, as well as if you enjoy it, why not hit that subscribe button or like button or whatever it is on the aforementioned platforms of SoundCloud and Spotify, as well as YouTube. You won't regret it. You won't regret it. And that's from that's an endorsement. We we, we need to put that as being like you know, in the quotation marks with like you know, the quote from Sonny. You won't regret it. <laughs> Sonny approved. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, no. Um, I think that that's all good. So unless there's anything else that anyone wants to say, plug or do, then we shall say bye-see-byes. Bye-see-byes. Bye-bye. <laughs>